Hey, Tellers. Mindy and I are back this March talking about women's history because March is Women's History Month. So this first episode, we will be talking about the women who inspired us. Well, welcome back. We are going to be talking about the women who inspired us. And I'm really excited about this because, Mindy, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of a boy crazy person. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And so I always focus on guys, Mm -hmm. like as far as actors and entertainers and different things like that. And so it's cool to take a break from all of that. To not be boy crazy, to not talk about crushes, (laughs) (laughs) but to actually talk about amazing women, to uplift women instead of, you know, tearing them down. Exactly. So (laughs) we're going to be talking about the women who inspired us in three different categories. So first we'll start with um, women from our family who actually um, have inspired us that we look up to. Is there someone for you, Mindy, that is related to you that has inspired you? So my uh, maternal grandmother, my mom's mom, she was actually raised in Cairo, Egypt. She was um, uh, Jewish. And um, I'm not exactly sure what led them to be uh, her dad and mom to live in Egypt, but they moved there, um, I'm thinking sometime maybe after World War One. Or during that time. And so my grandmother was raised in Cairo, Egypt. She was Jewish, but they sent her to a Catholic school. She mm. um, learned seven different languages. And she would talk to us about how her and her dad uh, would bike to the pyramids. And um, wow. yeah. And so she got a job with TWA, with which I know... Um, if anybody's familiar with airlines, TWA was a, um, an old airline. They're not in business anymore, but um, as a stewardess, and especially that, well, um, they're flight attendants now, but back then they called mm-hmm. them stewardesses. And uh, she got the job, uh, especially because she could speak the different languages and that really helped. And um, anyway, she ended up meeting my grandfather, who was a cargo pilot during World War II. And... Uh, they fell in love, and he asked her to marry him, and she moved to the United States. Uh, they they moved um, after the war, and I just think that that was a very, um, I mean, my grandmother was very extroverted and very outgoing mm-hmm. and very adventurous, but to me, that was just um, really brave to yeah. have... Um, you know, grown up during that time. And I, I, she never really talked about any persecution as far as being Jewish. I think she didn't have to experience anything severe, but um, just her being brave enough to say yes and move to the States and start a whole new life because she moved away from her family. And she came mm-hmm. over and just jumped right into uh, being a wife and mom. And, and she did work too while my mother w- was growing up. But um I just thought that that was so inspiring to be that brave, to move to a whole new country, didn't know anybody, um, you mm-hmm. know, and, and learn about the culture and want to become uh, an American citizen and all those things. And so yeah. she was a, um, a really, really special lady. Wow. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm tripping off of the seven languages. I know. I know, right? So in their home, uh, they grew up speaking French. That's what they spoke. Mm -hmm. And so then she could also speak, I believe she could speak a little Hebrew, Arabic. She could speak, um, oh, man, well, English. Uh, I can't remember the other language she could speak, but mm. but it w- what was another interesting thing about it is that um, as she was growing older, my mother had to take care of her, and she ended up having dementia. But if she if somebody was in the home and she didn't want them mm. to know what she was saying, she would talk to my mother in French. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and yeah. thankfully my mom had learned French, so she could under- she could pick up on uh, what she was saying, but. Uh, yeah, wow. she's she was a really uh, inspiring person to be able to just pack it up and say yes to an adventure. So you got to actually hear some of her stories, like from her. You got to be around her. Oh yeah, yeah. She, mm-hmm. uh, we were, we lived about four hours away from them, but we saw them very often. And she, uh, mm-hmm. you know, she was one of those grandmothers that always wanted to take you shopping. Uh, you know, had the freezer and the refrigerator fully stocked when you came. And um, yeah, yeah, just really, really interesting life. And she uh, she always told me she was going to write a book. Their last name was Rose. And she said she wanted to write um, a book, um, Stop and Smell the Roses. Oh, <laughs> uh, but that's and, sweet. Yeah. Oh, and she also she got saved at a Billy Graham. Uh, she was watching a Billy Graham a crusade on tv and she got saved mm-hmm. wow and mm-hmm. man yeah <laughs> so cool that's awesome yeah so what oh, about what you an extraordinary life uh well me the first one that comes to mind is my my mama mm-hmm. you know yeah um of course she's at home with the lord she was only 47 yeah. when she passed away but she was 17 when she got pregnant with me mm-hmm. <laughs> So still in high school and a little oopsie, you know, Mm -hmm. um, her and my dad were very young, both of them. They were like high school sweethearts. Yeah. Um, and, but then he left and and went into the military Oh wow! and she had me at 18 and met my stepdad and then married him at 19. Mm. And she just kind of became wife and mother. ended up having four kids total. So Mm -hmm. I have two brothers and a sister. Mm -hmm. And I just remember that my mom was the most sensitive person in the world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) She was very, very sensitive. Like her feelings would get hurt really easily by things, but that did not stop her from loving people and being there for people and and caring for them. Mm -hmm. That's what I always remember. She would she would cry at night. She would cry at home just of, of because of what someone said that it hurt her. Mm-hmm. But the next day, it didn't matter. Yeah. You know, like she was just up and at it again. Like yeah. to me, that's, you know, walking in love towards people, mm-hmm. you know, not that you let people walk over you, but just yeah. the talk about bravery to me, that's, you know, it's that's brave to be able to do that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to get hurt. You keep yeah. experiencing that, yeah. but it's like, no, I can't not love them. I can't not be there for them. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why like, she was so, she was such a good mom. Like, I, I just feel like I never, I haven't met another mom like her yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's just how I, like my mom loved us so much, you know? Yeah. That's why I was such a, 
such a void for her not to be here because she loved us so hard and so yeah. strong. Yeah. It didn't matter. And she was our biggest advocate, our biggest fans, mm-hmm. you know, and not everybody can say that, unfortunately, you know, about um, their moms. Some moms are just like indifferent or yeah. whatever. But mm-hmm. I mean, she was just she loved hard for mm-hmm. sure, you know, and was very, very loyal and faithful. And I know that I got that from her. Yeah. Um, and she taught me how to, you know, kind of be focused on the Lord. You know, that's mm-hmm. when I started serving in church and stuff is when she would take us and like, okay, Hey, let's go. You're going to be in the choir. You're going to do this, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, and now that's like my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I do, you know, all the time is just like, Yes, you can count on me to make, if you need somebody there, you can count on me to be there. Mm-hmm. And I know I got that from her. Yeah. Um, yeah, It's just, it makes me think about when Timothy was talking, or Paul was talking to Timothy about the faith of his mother mm-hmm. and his grandmother, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's like that type of thing. Like I know that my mom and then from her mom and then my great grand, mm-hmm. like they were just women who love hard. Yeah. You know, I definitely see that in my grandmother, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, I just love I love that about my mom. And it, it just makes me want to. Um, I don't know, I, I just kind of check myself because I know I'm not as sensitive and I'm not as uh, affectionate and all of that as she was. Yeah. And so it does. I learn from her and have to go, Ooh, OK, I need to let my daughter sit next to me all the time yeah. and hug me. Yeah. <laughs> You know, because I'm just not like that. Mm-hmm. But Genesis, mm-hmm. my my daughter is totally like that. Yeah, <laughs> and I have to go. Okay, yeah. what would Shantae do? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she would just soak this all up. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I definitely love that mm-hmm. uh, about my mom and learned that from her. And one of the things she said to me before she passed away, um, she was like, "You need to get closer to your siblings." like you'll regret that if you don't yeah and I'm like ma what are you talking about like you know of course at the time (laughs) but you know I get it like I I do get it like I have to I have to put in the work to Mm -hmm. um, be a good big sister since I'm the oldest you know so it it sounds like she was very um focused and on um, making sure relationships stayed intact mm-hmm. and, and doing what you needed to do to keep those relationships there. Yeah. And healthy, yeah. healthy. That's so good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Mm. <laughs> Beautiful. I know. Um, so what about someone who you're not related to, but mm-hmm. maybe like a teacher, a boss, you know, a supervisor, yeah. manager, someone who's, um, a woman who's been an authority figure in your life. Yeah. Is there anybody you have like that? Okay. So I really like this question because, um, and I'm trying to be very, um, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to be very thoughtful when I say this, but mm-hmm. um, I didn't start working until, you know, after I was divorced and everything. And I kind of grew up in an atmosphere where women didn't work outside the home. And Mm -hmm. I'm not here to debate that or say whether that's right or wrong, but I just did not grow up with uh, around a lot of women who had careers or were, um, you know, 
supervisors or bosses or things like that. Right. I mean, I, obviously I grew up with some really great women in, in my church, you know, who mm-hmm. did all these things. But, um, whenever I became a single parent, I asked God to really help me learn how to be a good leader. Cause I just wasn't, mm-hmm. I didn't feel equipped to lead my kids. And, uh, I don't know. I just felt like that was an area I was lacking. And so I, he's done all kinds of things. But one thing in particular that I've noticed is whatever job I've been at, he has put me under a very good boss who happens to be Mm -hmm. a woman. And Mm -hmm. I have loved that because I've been able to not only see women in that position and how they can do it healthy, but also just set aside gender and just Uh, for a minute and they're just really great leaders and bosses and so I've got two I want to talk about one is I know I've mentioned her before um, it's my friend her name's Amy McCartney she's a judge now but I worked for her Mm -hmm. when she was an attorney she gave me my first chance you know at having like a real kind of real world job I was her secretary Um, I had never really done anything like that before and she let me come in and she trained me. But the, I think one of the main things I really enjoyed um, working for her was, is that she could have totally micromanaged me, which would have, I mean, you know, that would have been fine. Cause I knew nothing, but she didn't, she would let me try the tasks and then she would just kind of guide me into how she would rather them be done. You know, like, cause I, you know, it's my first job. I'm, I'll make a few mistakes here and there, but she really just mm-hmm. did a good job of, let me feel my way, training me, um, not making me feel like I was stupid or worthless, but calling out the things, the qualities in me that she saw that were good and that were mm-hmm. worth hiring for and helping me develop them. And uh, she was just a wonderful person to work for. And then when I worked at the school, um, so at the upper elementary, there was Uh, a principal and then there's two assistant principals and the one that was kind of more over the custodians and was like my main go-to supervisor her name was Casey Hammond and uh, she was my age she had four kids like me and Mm -hmm. I when I was at the school I knew one of the reasons why God put me there was to watch her be a boss and a leader and one of the Mm -hmm. best things I thought about what she did was she was so good at being able to um, step into a situation and truly, uh, what's the, I'm trying to think of the right word, mediate between two people or two ideas or whatever. She, she was able to take whatever her opinion was and set it aside Mm -hmm. and look at both views of the situation kind of guide people and diffuse you know sometimes at at work especially when there's so many employees there can be some tension or you know Mm -hmm. people want to do something one way and and everybody's wondering well why can't it be this way and she was just so good at stepping into those situations and people felt seen and heard Mm -hmm. and they were and she was able to um, listen to them and let them vent or whatever and then just kind of uh take the situation in a good direction. I I hope that makes sense what I'm saying. She was just, all I can say is she was a wonderful person to work under. And I love, and, and another thing was that she was really insightful. So um, 
I have a, I really, really struggle with conflict. And I know some, a lot of people might say, well, you know, doesn't everybody, but for me, anything can be conflict. Like if I have to tell Mm. you my opinion on something Mm. that can be conflict for me. So what she did was that is an area where I needed to grow. And instead Mm. of saying, Hey, you just need to man up and, you know, put on your big girl pants and do this. She would (laughs) say, Hey, uh, if there was a situation where I was going to have to speak up, she would say, Hey, so I'll do it for you. And she did it in a way that did not demean me or make me feel stupid. Mm -hmm. She just stepped in and said, this is what Mindy is trying to say. And this is how, what she's trying to communicate in this situation. And, uh, I don't know. And then she also knew sometimes I needed permission to take a day off and it was really hard for me to, to take a day off. Mm -hmm. And she would text me and say, take this day off. It's okay. Don't worry about it without me. I mean, I never even asked her for that. She just could see that that's what I needed to hear. And, uh, I I don't know. She was a wonderful person to work under. I really enjoyed Mm. learning from her and working under her. So, and I kind of liked seeing somebody my age that was a great leader, you know? Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell me about you. Who, who has inspired you outside of your family? Well, gosh, I'm, as you're talking, I'm thinking, yes, yes. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That being seen and heard thing is so important Mm -hmm. by, by leaders, you know, that they don't Mm -hmm. see through you (laughs) to, to what you just can do for them. Mm -hmm. That's really important. And so I I think initially about the woman who's my mentor, Dr. Kedra Hobley, um, who uh, I met just by, I showed up too early for something. I thought, that there was going to be this kind of training for our group, for our small groups. Mm-hmm. And I thought it started at six and it didn't start till seven. So I was there early and nobody else is there, but her and like maybe like one other girl just setting up. And so I was like, well, I'll just stay and help you guys set up, you know, yeah. that servant attitude. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm there and I get to talk with her the whole time. I, I had never really talked with her before this. Uh-huh. Um, and then I got to watch her as she, would greet people as she stood up there and did the teaching or the training and, and how she handled questions and everything. And when she was done, I went up to her. I was like, I want to do what you do. Yeah. I was just so amazed by how she carried herself Mm -hmm. and how, um, I know how I, how antsy I get when something has to be over by a certain time or maybe there's one person hogging the conversation, you know, how one person keeps asking questions and it's like, Oh my gosh, you're taking over. But (laughs) she just handled all of that so well. Uh And I said that to her, you know, I was like, I want to do what you do. And you know what she said to me? She said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And literally from that day on, Uh she would include me in what things that she was doing. And I'm like, that's so amazing to me because there are some people who hold on so closely to their position Uh or their authority that they don't want anybody to get close to them or they don't want anybody to know what they know because they feel like they're valuable if they know something that no one else knows. Yeah. So they have to keep it a secret. Mm -hmm. But she just was, is not like that. And I never at any point officially asked her to be my mentor but Mm -hmm. in in, directly like that yeah but that's what she's done this whole time and I got to work with her and and 
attend her different leadership groups, whatever she's uh-huh. leading. Usually I've been a part of it yeah. <laughs> to learn from her some more. But, and now I just see that it really was a God thing because she's divorced as well and has mm-hmm. three kids, two mm-hmm. boys and a girl is the youngest, just like me, but she's a little bit older than me and her kids are a little bit older. Yeah. So I get to watch her go through the same thing I'm going through, but with such grace mm-hmm. and joy you know, yeah. really joy. Yeah. I feel like my initial um, ascent or descent, however you want to put it, into single momhood was mm-hmm. not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I did not handle it very well at all. Yeah. Um, and so I would walk into church sometimes, just you could see it on my face. Yeah. And this woman who's going through the same thing was just like, hey, the joy of the Lord is your strength. What, you know, like yeah. just challenging me to have joy in, in my father and not the circumstance, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, oh my gosh, yeah, I, I get it now, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. after being healed in my heart and from all those things. But yeah. she was like calling me to um, a deeper faith and a deeper connection with God. Because mm-hmm. when you get it from him, nobody can take it away. It doesn't yeah. matter. You know, it doesn't matter what's going on Mm -hmm. if you have it from him. So I just learned all of that from her. She's great with finances. She's great in, um, in leadership. She's Mm -hmm. great with hearing from the Holy spirit and, and being able to connect with people. We have kind of the same personality Mm -hmm. type of wanting Mm -hmm. of being an introvert and really wanting to be alone. Yeah. Um, you know, and kind of getting rejuvenated from alone time, Uh but then when she, interacts with people you would never know that because she just fights through the flesh to be who God called her to be Mm -hmm. and it's really beautiful to watch so I'm and I'm honored that um, she would allow me into her life to learn from her (laughs) you know that I can call her or something and be like hey what do you think about this (laughs) and and get advice and and Uh learn from her still so it really is a beautiful thing that God put together but I, I just admire the way she carries herself and how she interacts with people. Yeah. But I know that it's all it all stems from her relationship with God. Yeah. So I, that I just love. And, um, and isn't that so beautiful how faithful he is to bring people alongside of us, you know, to help mm-hmm. us um, call out the good things that he's wanting us to do. Yes. I just think yeah. that's so beautiful. Yep. Mm. God won't let you kind of stay where you are, you know, he wants you to, to, to have more, to be better, that abundant life, Mm. (laughs) you know? So yeah, it it is really Mm. cool. So the last one, thinking about was someone that you've never met you know that could inspire you maybe you've seen them on tv or heard their music or Mm -hmm. seen their paintings or read their books you know that um is inspiring Hmm. well it's kind of hard because a few people who i don't necessarily know personally but i've gotten to meet in person you know at like a event or whatever uh well one of them i i can't not mention her in this is it's Mm -hmm. Beth Moore I know everybody knows who Beth Moore is but Mm -hmm. um 
it's so funny because I, you know, we've talked about people God put in our lives personally, but I also think he puts, we're all connected, especially for people of faith. And, and Mm. she has been somebody who has, um, God has just used her tremendously in my life in a mentorship way, even though, you know, it's not Mm. a personal mentorship, but, um, and in fact, there was even one time I was in this situation and I was trying to figure out what to do. And I wasn't even sure if I was doing the right thing at the time. And she posted something and immediately like the Holy spirit convicted me. And I knew what, and I mean, the thing she posted could have been Mm. for a lot of people, but it was for me. Yeah. uh, So I really, I I don't think I can do this episode without mentioning her. She is um, very, very faithful to her calling. She Mm. um, tries to walk in it with a lot of grace and a lot Mm. of um, humility. That's another thing that I try, that I think is very important to somebody who not only is a leader, but maybe has a platform is their humility. And she, she mm-hmm. is like that. And also she takes a lot of heat. Uh, a lot of, I mean, they, they will go at her, <laughs> you know, cause, and especially yeah. recently some of the stands she's taken. Um, anyways, and I just, leadership is hard and, you know, we're going to make mistakes and especially people with big platforms, they, everything mm-hmm. they've ever done is on display all the time. But mm-hmm. I just really feel like through God's grace, she may, and she's, you know, she doesn't give tons of details, but she is honest about her faith walk and things that have happened to her. And uh, mm-hmm. so she's really inspiring. Um, of course, I'd like to mention Priscilla Shire. She's, yes, <laughs> you know, she's amazing. Um, I just love her so much. Such, an, such a faithful woman of God. And, and that girl, woo, she can preach. She, mm-hmm. she has got the fire. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um so those are two women of faith I really look up to. There's a lot more, but I think yeah. those two are the ones that have probably fed me the most and who I've grown the most through that I don't know personally. Those yeah. two. Um, and one more, and I I just kind of want to mention her. I know she's, uh-huh. I do not believe she's a Christian, but I do think she's a very inspiring woman. And uh, uh, is Mindy Kaling. She was Mindy on The Office. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And I really... I don't know. I really admire her. She, um, you know, she came from a, her parents immigrated here. They were both doctors and, uh, she grew up, I don't know, you know, in America, she's got a different skin color and all these kind of things. And I just really mm-hmm. like how she, despite things that might have, um, set her back, she pushed forward and built a life for herself mm-hmm. and is, um, you know, super successful, hilarious, but I really see a, you know, it's hard to tell people that you don't know personally, but I do see a humility mm-hmm. or maybe a down to earthness about her. She cares very much about her family. And, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know. She's just really inspiring to me. So I, I just wanted to mention her. I like her a lot. So Has nothing to do with her name, right? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just think it's so interesting how, you yeah. know, she, she has this, she's just different. And she took that and yeah. used it and built a very successful career. She's one of the most successful mm-hmm. um, women in the industry. And I, I just think that's super, super cool. So, yeah. Okay. So tell me okay. yours. Tell me, 
people you'd like to well meet. you took one of them oh, priscilla i'm sorry because i love her yes. and the yes her preaching is on fire uh-huh. and it's biblical you yes. know because that's yes. what we're always looking for is mm-hmm. the truth you know yeah, absolutely <laughs> um and i and i love her in war room too oh, yeah. you know acting is close to my heart yes. so <laughs> yes just to have to see her do that and i love the way she handled that film. I don't know whose decision it was, if it was her or the directors or like who decided this, uh-huh. but she's married to someone else and she's playing in a movie where she has a husband uh-huh. and that guy, the actor is not her husband. Mm-hmm. So they don't, they don't sleep in the bed together in yeah. that film. They don't yeah. kiss each other mm-hmm. in that film. Even the, like at the end, spoiler alert, you know, when yeah. he confesses and has his whole breakdown, they they um, block that scene in such a way where he's like kind of holding her hand and mm-hmm. saying, forgive me, I'm sorry. Yeah. Instead of this intimate thing face to face, I have to kiss you to yes. make up, you know? Yes, yeah. So I mean, stuff like that, like that's, I love that mm-hmm. because that's the kind of acting that I want to do. Like you don't have to take off your clothes to be a yeah. good actor. You don't have yeah. to um, put your mouth in everybody who's not your husband mm-hmm. to... <laughs> show that you're in love or something yeah. you know so yeah. i just yeah. love the way they did that again mm-hmm. i don't know whose decision it was ultimately um to do it that way but i loved it mm-hmm. and so i i really love priscilla and just her hair oh yes she's <laughs> i wish i had her hair, hair. <laughs> yes yes her hair is just so beautiful and mm-hmm. thick and just lovely anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> um another another powerful woman too is lisa bevere oh yeah yes that woman can write a book mm-hmm. and she can preach too she's mm-hmm. powerful she talks all the time about how she's uh sicilian or yeah. something, you know? <laughs> so she can't hold back and she's a mom of four boys mm-hmm. and um all of her boys are adults now mm-hmm. and Oh, I'm going to cry thinking about this, but mm-hmm. they, her and her husband raised four men who all love the Lord. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. I have, my kids are 10, 11 and a half and 13. They're only getting older. Yeah. And if my kids can grow up and, and when they leave this house can make that decision for themselves, like, yeah, they go to church now because mm-hmm. you're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but if they can leave this house and make that decision for themselves to truly love the Lord. Like, I just admire that yeah, so much. Yeah, it, It's obvious that it's not forced on them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they're all grown. Three of them are married mm-hmm. and they're a part of the ministry and they're, they're doing it because they love him. Yeah. You know, so I just, I just love that. And she's candid about, you know, she wasn't the best wife in the beginning and she wasn't the best mom like mm-hmm. different things that she went through and yelling at them or how how her discipline was and all of that yeah but it's like just learning from that and seeing a life just so well lived obviously it's not over but mm-hmm. her kids are grown you yeah. know oh yeah <laughs> so just yes. see, like yeah. her journey and her talking about that like oh I love that mm-hmm. I, I, that's what I want for for my kids yeah know? this was such a great conversation I I love talking about wonderful godly women and yeah. yeah and and how they inspire us so wait one more okay Minnie. what a bible a bible woman oh who's your who's your bible woman 
I, I can think of a few. Yeah. But hmm. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose Abigail. Okay. Oh yeah. I love Abigail. I'm gonna choose Abigail because it's part of my prayer. Uh-huh. Um Abigail, her story, I don't know exactly where it is. Somewhere in first and second Kings or First and Second Chronicles, wherever the stories about David are. Uh-huh. King David. Yeah. And um David came through, he wanted to like pass through the land or something, mm-hmm. and he wanted his people to be fed and yeah. he ran into this this king or and the guy was like no and he was just rude to David and his men and David was gonna kill him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Abigail heard about it and was like, oh no. And she went and told the servants, hey, prepare donkeys, prepare food, take all these things and bring them out and let's go cut King David off so he doesn't do this thing. Yes. And she went and bowed before him and was like, No, my lord, my husband is a foolish man. Like she yeah. was married to someone else. And like, yeah. He's a foolish man and don't <laughs> listen to him. We honor you, blah, blah, blah. And uh-huh. her doing that stopped David from killing people, yeah. stopped him from basically going to war. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because she came out and she appeased him. And so, um, her husband died like the next day mm-hmm. <laughs> and just like out of nowhere he dropped dead and David came back and was like hey uh so you want to get married yeah. <laughs> I was very, that part was like oh, okay all right. yeah yeah but the thing about her that I love is she was like wisdom mm-hmm. to King David yeah that's what he thought he saw her wisdom yeah um just as a woman and that is one of my prayers like obviously you know I'm divorced I was married before and Mm -hmm. I was a terrible wife like I can admit that Mm -hmm. he made his decisions but I I was not a good wife and I never want to handle myself like that again Mm -hmm. so my prayer now after all that God has taught me is that I would be like wisdom to my husband yeah. You know, in Proverbs, it talks about how um, that he it talks about wisdom as a woman like she mm-hmm. like if you get her you riches and honor will come with you. And so that's kind of like how I want to be towards my husband when I get married again one day. And yeah. so I just love that about Abigail that she kind of showed you how to do it. Like, yeah. that's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like she was like wisdom yeah. to him. And she and when you're like that as a wife look at the outcome yeah you know look at what she was able to do um just by being wise so yeah oh that's so good I like that oh, I'm trying to think I know you know I think out of all of them because mm-hmm. I'm just so inspired by all the women in the bible because to even be able to have made uh, for a woman to have your name mentioned in the Bible, I think was yeah your a, name yeah. yes was a huge <laughs> deal. the woman yes <laughs> yeah. it's a huge deal. But you know, I really am inspired by Ruth because mm. she, you know, she was a Moabite. She wasn't a Jew, and yeah. she chose to go with Naomi. And then not only that, but she just everything Naomi suggested she just kept doing and I just when I mm-hmm. think of her I just think of how brave she was to have you know gleaned in the field knowing that for women that could have been possibly dangerous because men could have mm. taken advantage of her all that and she did that and then um you know Naomi, uh yeah Naomi said well 
there's we have a kinsman redeemer you know it's boaz and she was brave enough to go and and do the different you know their rituals are different very different than uh yeah than what we (laughs) what we do now but you know she was she was brave and she was willing to do Mm. what ultimately it was god calling her to do and Mm. then she got to be in the line Mm. Uh, in Jesus's line yeah and to me I just I I think because it's so hard for me sometimes to do things like that that are especially out of my comfort zone or or maybe they look off to somebody else but you know God's calling you to do that and I just see that bravery in her and the willingness to be obedient Mm -hmm. you know whatever that obedience looks like um I just I'm so I'm really inspired by her I think yeah. so. But, Ruth is a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. That loyalty, that mm-hmm. that faithfulness, that that heart to take care of her mother-in-law. Yeah. You know, um, she's a hard worker, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, just all of that. Yeah. You know? And I mean, and to be willing to walk away from her family, her culture, yeah. everything, her religion, you know, all of mm-hmm. it, and to go to a completely different land and no guarantee of of a husband or anything like you know because that's how they that's the only way they could survive you know if they had a husband or a dad or whatever and just I don't know it's pretty inspiring so Mm. and it's so cool at the end of the chapter uh, of the book of Ruth how it says in Ruth beget Obed and Obed yes. beget Jesse and yes. Jesse and mm-hmm. David exactly <laughs> it's like ah oh. <laughs> just love that yes so again look at what that that's what that does like when we uh-huh. talk about women who inspire uh-huh. right yeah that's what it does it's mm-hmm. generations mm-hmm. it's Look at what your obedience, your faithfulness, your love, your joy, your sacrifice, yeah, can do for the people who come after you. Mm-hmm. That's that's women's history right there. Yep. You know, yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah, amazing. Thanks, Mindy. This Thank was good. you. Yeah, it was. I'm excited. I can't wait for everybody to hear it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening and joining us. We hope that you will think about. The women that inspire you, just take a moment to be grateful or maybe even tell them, you know, if there's Mm -hmm. someone that you know, tell them that they uh, inspire you and how much they mean to you. It can go a long way. Thanks for listening. Mm